Welcome to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press, home of Books Off the Beaten Path. This is a podcast for our readers to get to know the authors of our books and look between the pages and behind the scenes. Plus, at the start of each month, we will offer readers a limited time code for a discount on the featured book. Your hosts are the co-owners and managing editors of Mount Zion Ridge Press. I'm Tamerlin Craft, editor at Mount Zion Ridge Press, and this is my partner in crime. This is Michelle Levine, managing editor, meanest editor you'll ever run into. Yes, <laughs> I can attest to that. And welcome to Books on the Ridge. Well, today we are really excited because... We have an author here that if she could live in a lighthouse or on an island, she would. But instead, she and her husband are content to live in southwest Ohio and visit Lake Erie every chance they get. She adores her family and dogs, indulges in dark chocolate, ooh, enjoys fiber arts and grows flowers and herbs in her tiny garden. She pins romance novels with a dash of mystery and the promise of hope. And her life goal is to encourage and uplift through the written word. Welcome, Penny Frost McGinnis. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And Penny's book that we're going to be talking about today is her second book with us, Home Away From Home, Abbott Island Series Book Two. We have a code for you to get a dollar off on our website through April 30th. For Home Away From Home, the code is M-Z-R-P-HOME, in all capital letters, M-Z-R-P-HOME. Penny, I know your book is very new, but I wondered, have you received any reviews yet? I have. I have a launch team who has gotten some early copies, and... I got this wonderful review that I want to share. Uh, I've had a, I've had several, but this this one has really made my heart happy. She says, "Wow, this book is amazing. The storyline is unique and the setting sublime. The imagery in the book really brought Abbott Island to life. The characters are realistic and relatable. Marigold is a strong and competent woman who is a little afraid to commit to more than a friendship with Johnny." Johnny is swoon-worthy. He's compassionate, loving, and a good boss. He's eager to pursue more than friendship with Marigold, but they both must come to terms with their hurtful pasts. I enjoyed every aspect of this book. It's so engaging that I read it in two days. My favorite aspect is the faith that is weaved expertly through the book. It was encouraging to read. Now, I just, I was like, oh, so happy to read that. Well, we've heard a little bit about some of the characters, Johnny and Marigold. So give us a general th- overview, the general synopsis of the, the events. I know this book by heart because I got to edit it. Yeah, so <laughs> and I love, I love editing Penny's books because her books are so clean. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I get I get a couple of pages down. It's like, uh oh, I didn't edit those pages. I just read them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> so tell it tell our readers what they can what they can see when they read your book. Okay, Home Away from Home is a contemporary romance, and Marigold and Johnny are in their fifties. So it's about an older couple who are falling in love, 
And they both have grief that they need to work through in the past. And it's not the grief that you think of when someone passes away necessarily, it's other types of grief and and some of the baggage that they carry, they need to get settled in their own hearts and in their own lives. But they do have hope for a happy ending. And it, this book, uh, Family, plays a huge part in this book. And it shows how losing someone affects the soul and affects how you live your life. And I think people will find Marigold's story very interesting and unique. I hope so. I have never lived what Marigold has lived through, but I did develop a great compassion for people who have lost someone and they are still living and they can't find them. So, But it's a great love story. I think people will enjoy it. Since this is the second in the Abbott Island series, can we expect future books in the series? Yes, I know there will be a book three, and that's this Lucy's story. Lucy is Joel's sister. Oh, good. She is a single woman, and we will find out if she finds romance. I think that that one will be a lot of fun to write because Lucy has this big, sparkly personality. She's very outgoing, very extrovert, and very, she sometimes opens her mouth when she shouldn't. So I think it'll be fun to write. And I've already thought about who the romance might be, and there may be a little triangle in there. So we'll see what happens. And I'm also writing a Christmas novella that will be set on Abbott Island as well for a collection of Ohio Christmas stories with other Mount Zion Rich Press authors. And I think that'll be fun. This one will focus on one of the minor characters in the story, uh, Charlotte and Levi. And I think people will want to kind of see what's happened with them. And some things about Sadie that I'm not going to say because I don't want to blow what's in the home away from home book. (laughs) Oh, now I'm interested. Yes. Well, I would like to see. I'm not not saying you have to write it, but I think it would be fun to have a a silly little romance or maybe those three church ladies trying to play (laughs) Cupid on the island. Like um, attacking attacking summer tourists and saying, you should meet this guy. He would be wonderful for you. Hmm. Maybe a future <laughs> a future series. I don't yeah. know. But they will appear again. I, I, I wish I'd thought of them in the first book, but they came to me with Marigold and <laughs> like, uh, they were funny. They're fun. <laughs> and fun. And besides that, can we expect other books that aren't set on Abbott Island? Just as a spoiler to our readers, Penny has a nature-inspired devotional that will be coming out in a couple of months. But do you have anything else in the works or at least um, ideas on the back burner that maybe we can I do have ideas. I would like to write a mystery or cozy mystery or have a little more mystery in the stories of a young lady who she, well, she's developing in my head. I'm not sure yet exactly what all she does, except that I know she writes obituaries. That's the only thing I I can share. But that might be a little twist there on on the whole whole series, you know. But I do want to write, I definitely want to write more novels. And I also would like to write some more books, uh, some books for children. Could you tell us a little more about the devotional? Yes. It's Hope for Today's Heart, Reflections on God's Creation. And it's coming out in June. And I am very excited about this because this is really close to my heart. Um, I write, a, I have a blog that's called Hope for Today for Today's Heart. 
And on that blog, it started out as simply devotions. And I wrote them when my kids were going off to college and I wanted them to have some type of connection to me. It was before we had all the easy connections because it's been a while back. Uh, but it's when we were first using the computers a lot to communicate. So I started writing devotions and so many of them reflect God's creation and nature because I love nature. I'm kind of a nature nut and I would rather be in the woods or by the water than anywhere else. And I think that's reflected in my devotions and I hope that they will bring peace and hope to people that that uh, it's a blessing to be able to have that published because it's also something I can share with my grandkids. And I love that. Sounds wonderful. So getting back to home away from home, do any of the events or people in this novel mirror real life, maybe in your life or in the lives of others? I have to say I relate to Marigold because she also loves nature, being outdoors. And growing up in the 70s, as I did, I was a bit of a flower child. So I always loved all the flowy clothes and the that she wears in the story. Um, I have not gone through what she does in the book, but I do relate to how you have to go through a period of grief to get to the other side of things sometimes. So so I kind of related to Marigold, the long white hair, you know, <laughs> those things. But the events in the story are definitely Marigold and Johnny's. They're their own. Speaking of Marigold and Johnny, you, you did mention, you know, they're both in their 50s. So this is a mature romance la later in life. Of course, at our age, we probably think later in life is a lot older. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a mature romance. Well, yeah, most romance novels out there are, you know, the 20-year-olds 20 year 20 and 30-year-olds. Did you make a conscious decision to create older characters or did this just feel come about naturally? I think it came about naturally. Um, when I was writing book one, Home Where She Belongs, Marigold's character began to develop. She played a good, a pretty big role in Sadie's story. And as I, as I wrote about her, I discovered that she needed a story of her own. I, I thought, what is Marigold's background? What happened that made this woman move to the island at 18 by herself and build a life for herself? And with Johnny, I'm not sure how exactly he came about, but in Home Where She Belongs, he had a restaurant and they came in, Marigold and Sadie and Joel and Lucy came in and Johnny was waiting on them while Joel makes the remark something about, oh, Marigold, you know. So it, that kind of clicked in my head and went together. And I'm like, that would be a great story I would love to write because there are so few stories about older people in, in a contemporary romance situation. You see them sometimes in the historical, but the contemporary, there's not a lot. So I thought that would be fun. Well, then... At the conference, your online conference for Mount Zion Ridge Press, uh, I got to talk to Tamara, and she was very interested in the story about the older couple. So I was happy about that, and that kind of pushed me on to to actually write it. So that was that was fun, and it was really nice to write a story about two people who were mature in their faith, rather than someone 
not that they didn't struggle because we all do no matter how old we are but but it was nice to write about them because I could it was just a little different than writing about Sadie who was still growing into it and Joel who needed to go back and look at you know what he learned when he was young so that was fun I enjoyed that well I can tell you I was really excited to hear about you writing a mature romance because we like to get books off the beaten path. We like yes. books that are a little bit different, but are very well written. And so we were just thrilled with this. It's something that most people don't do. And yet there is romance in our yes. later years. <laughs> Funny story. As I was writing it, my sister who is in her seventies, well, she's 80 actually right now, uh, just, as of a week ago, uh, but she was in her seventies and falling in love and married, got married. So that was some inspiration right there. That's awesome. You've talked about this in the last podcast we did with you, but for the listeners who didn't hear that, why don't you tell us a little bit about your setting and whether or not it was based on a real Lake Erie Island Yes, I love my setting. I, I just f fell in love with a place called Kelly's Island in Lake Erie. It's an Ohio island, and my husband and I visited there many times. And one time on the way home, I told Tim, I said, I need to set these stories that are in my head on this island. And so Abbott Island grew from that. It is modeled after Kelly's Island. Although I've changed a lot of things, I still kept all the nature trails, the small beaches, the wildlife, and the lovely little town there. I love their small town. It's very peaceful island. Uh, some of the islands are not as quiet, but this one is very quiet. And it's just a beautiful place to be. And I thought, well, what a better place than for my characters to be on that island? where they can find peace and hope. So that was my inspiration to set the series there. For the readers who haven't looked up the, the cover yet, gorgeous cover, by the way, Tamara, yes. again. Thank you. <laughs> there is a kayak on the cover. Why don't you let our readers know what a big part the kayak plays in the story? It certainly does. When Tim and I visited Kelly's Island, we actually met a woman who had a kayak rental business. And the woman, Marigold, is kind of modeled after her as far as what she looked like. And when we were there, we actually got to kayak in the cove. The kayak business for Marigold is what keeps her financially intact. Um, she runs it all summer long, and then she does crafts on the side to help supplement. But that is what she's done for like 25 years of the time that she's on the island. So it is a very important part of what she does and how she approaches life because she can spend time out there on that beach barefoot in the sand and think about life and, and that's kept her going. Do you kayak or did you just do a lot of research about it? We do. We do kayak. Uh, we started about mm, six or seven years ago, probably. We've kayaked on the river. We've kayaked in the lake. I kind of like the lake because it's calmer, <laughs> but it is a lot of work to get back to the shore where the river kind of helps push you through. But one time on the river, Tim and I were going and we each were in our own kayak and there was a little divide there. Well, he went one way and I ended up going the other way and I went the wrong way. <laughs> And I got caught on a rock. 
And I had to get out of the kayak. And I'm oh. in my late 50s now. <laughs> I had to get out of the kayak, try to uh, get it upright and turn it around. And thankfully, a younger fella came along and he helped me. I got back in and went on my way. But yeah, so you can run into things like that too. But it's still fun. It's just, for me, it's very relaxing. So we even have, we have bought two kayaks too. So we can take them out here. We have a lake nearby us. So we can take them out and enjoy the peace and quiet. And one thing I love the most is that you get to see the birds. We've seen the great blue herons up close. And I love that. That's oh, so I fun. love those. That's yes. one thing I miss about living in Ohio is yes. going to see the birds, the herons. And speaking of Northern Ohio, we got to kayak on the Vermilion River which was fun. That's not too far from Kelly's Island. And then we also kayaked off in the cove there at Kelly's. So that was, that was good experience. But I will say, Michelle helped me find some of the correct terms for the gear because I did not have all those. So we did have to do a little research on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I've got the internet. So when I'm going through a book and it's like, okay, is this correct? And I just Google and <laughs> yep, I do. It oh, too. I don't know how we did the writing that we used to do without, you know, being able to look up stuff instantly. I don't either. Well, a lot I mean, of yeah, we've got lots and lots of reference books, but we had to get out of our chair and go to the bookshelf and pull the book out and and risk getting paper cuts to find the information. Oh no! <laughs> on the other hand, people couldn't check up on us to see if we knew our <laughs> stuff using Google. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for part one today. Penny Frost McGinnis interview of her new book, Home Away From Home. You can get the new book on Mount Zion Ridge Press website. And the code is until April 30th. It's on ebook, print, or audiobook. The code is MZRP Home. The MZRP is the is the initials for Mount Zion Ridge Press. So MZRP Home All Caps. And Penny, we are looking forward to continuing this interview next week. So join us next week for part two. Thanks for listening to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press, home of Books Off the Beaten Path. Check our website, www mountzionridgepress.com for more information. Please consider subscribing to support this podcast, plus receive regular updates and more discounts as our way of saying thanks. Please come back next week for the second part of our chat. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. We certainly did.